0: Hello, everyone. I'm your host, Daniel Litwin, the voice of B2B, and welcome to this very special preview episode of Unbox Innovation, a podcast brought to you by Boxlight. Folks, again, thank you so much for joining us here on this, I guess you could call it our first episode. It's more of a 0.5 episode as we gear up for the official launch of Unbox Innovation, our newest podcast here at BoxLight. Uh, We're going to be launching that podcast on November 8th. So keep an eye to it. Make sure you subscribe. Make sure you're heading to our website, BoxLight.com, for all of our future episodes and the official launch of our Unbox Innovation podcast. And for a little more context, join us here on the podcast as we consistently sit down with innovators in the larger edtech space to discuss all things innovation, from interactive technologies to new ways of doing things for your business, your school organization, etc., etc. Our experts and guests are going to be unpacking it all so you can unlock the power of innovation and achieve your best results. So thank you again for joining us. In this preview episode of our podcast, we're actually going to be getting a behind-the-scenes sneak peek ...of our sure-to-be-fun, much-anticipated Ready, Set, STEM event, which is going to be on November 1st. It's our STEMtastic day for educators filled with interactive sessions to help you, the educator, understand how to effectively implement STEM in your classroom. So here to tell us a little bit more about this event and to get you ready for more... Boxlight content is our very own Hannah Olson. Hannah Olson is a co-founder of My STEM Kits. She's a STEM extraordinaire and is also a Mimeo STEM product manager here with us at Boxlight. Hannah, thank you so much for joining us and telling us a little bit more today about the Ready, Set, STEM event. How are you doing today?
1: I am doing absolutely wonderful. Thank you so much, Daniel, for having me. I'm excited to be here and to just talk about this Ready, Set, STEM event that we have coming up. It has been so much fun to plan and put together, and I can't wait to uh, tell you all more about it.
0: Yeah, we can't wait to learn some more. So thank you so much for joining us. All right, folks, let's unpack it with Hannah. So Hannah, uh, I gave like a basic overview here, but I'd like to hear it in your words. And obviously, you're going to probably have a little more passion behind it, too. So give us an overview here of the Ready, Set, STEM event and um, you know, intersect that with the, some context on the importance of STEM as a field, as a a mission statement at Boxlight?
1: Okay, uh, so I'll start with the importance of STEM because that's really what it comes down to as someone in my role who's very focused on STEM education. When we look at the data, we can see that STEM career opportunities are growing at almost twice the rate of the national uh, other STEM careers in the U.S. And it's also something where individuals who pursue these careers at any education level, end up making approximately one and a half times the salaries of those who pursue non-STEM careers. And while not every student is going to have a passion for STEM and want to go into STEM, you can use these to show them that it's possible, that it's a career path they can pursue, and to inspire them to shoot for these different areas that a lot of students don't think they have the skills for, And even then, it's great for every platform because STEM is really about that critical thinking and problem solving and all of those 21st century skills that then, you know, apply to every career aspect, every aspect of their lives, both professionally and personally as well. So when it comes to just STEM as a whole, that's something we really firmly believe at in Boxlight. Mimeo STEM is a whole division that I'm the the product manager for. And as part of my role, I end up writing content and curriculum and training teachers and just inspiring people for how to use all these different products in their classes. So as part of that, um, actually our head of the professional development division, Karen, uh, she had this idea to do a whole STEM event to get people excited about our STEM programs. And of course I loved that idea. I thought it was a really good thought to maybe try and inspire teachers who may or may not even have our products because it's not about the hardware for this event, it's about the ideas and the inspiration. And so we put together a dynamic, collection of guest speakers who are going to come together and share their stories, their successes. And these are teachers. These are also industry experts. So we have more companies than just Boxlight who are being a part of this event. For instance, we have the product manager at Tinkercad who's going to come show teachers how they can use Tinkercad in their classrooms. And if you're not familiar with what Tinkercad is, it is the premier 3D modeling software used by educators especially through K-8, but even through K-12. So to have someone from their team come in and show how you can use that free software in your classes is huge. So it's really a big event of stories and experts sharing ideas, tips, implementation, stories, having conversations all in one place.
0: And now to, you know, I guess shed a little light on the lead up to this event, how did this idea even come about, right? Did Boxlight notice that there was maybe a gap um, and that educators needed a little more assistance in getting STEM integrated in their classroom? Was was there anything sort of a larger trend that's motivating bringing this to light or is this part of a larger initiative at Boxlight? Tell us a little bit of the behind the scenes here.
1: I think as a general rule that STEM technology is often more intimidating for teachers. The amount of schools that I visited with my STEM kits, which is our 3D printing and curriculum platform, even before I joined with Robo, which is our 3D printer company, and then we all became a part of Boxlight. Uh, So for the past 10 years, I've been going to schools and finding out that their 3D printers weren't really getting used. They were big, expensive paperweights that teachers were too afraid to touch, didn't know what to do with, didn't know why it applied in their classroom. And that was one of the main goals of my STEM kits is to create these hundreds of ready-made 3D printable models where you can simply click one button and it goes straight to your 3D printer. And now you're printing a cell for when you're doing organelles or you're printing shapes for your geometry units or you're doing DNA models, layers of the earth, all these different things where suddenly we're making the technology useful and approachable. So we still see that when we go to schools, when we talk to schools, that a lot of the times they don't know what to do. And there's that intimidation factor when it comes to actually implementing something as intimidating as a robot or a 3D printer, and they're not really sure where to start. So the biggest thing we want is to make sure that the technology that schools are investing in is getting used and optimized for their students. Um, we definitely see that. This is why we are a firm proponent of adding in professional development. So I mentioned the idea actually came from our head of our professional development division. Boxlight has a whole team called EOS Education that can do professional development on Google, on Microsoft, on all of our products and more. And so Every time we sell a STEM order, we're always like, hey, you should add professional development because we want this to make the difference it can. We want this to be the most effective possible for your teachers and, of course, for your students. So this all just sort of ties into that same mentality of wanting everyone who has STEM technology to feel comfortable and capable using it. And sometimes it's better to not hear from us. Lord knows we have all sorts of opportunities where people can hear my opinions through our STEM Wednesdays and our YouTube pages and all these things, but an event like Ready, Set, STEM is now letting teachers hear from other teachers. They're hearing from other industries, from other places, so they can really sort of take all that knowledge of people who can relate to it very closely to their experiences and see, oh, okay, maybe it's not as bad as I thought. Let's give it a try.
0: So let's talk about the goals for the event. Um, Once everything's all said and done, Ready, Set, STEM happened and, uh, you know, it was a success. What do you hope to achieve with it? Right. What do you hope the takeaways are, the tangibles? um, You know, what do you hope to sort of implant uh, in educators' heads and sort of um, approach to implementing STEM in their classroom?
1: So the event is taking place on November 1st of 2023. And this was a very intentionally chosen date because it falls one week before National STEM Day. Uh, National STEM Day is November 8th and we wanted teachers to have a full week to take these ideas and be able to implement them a week later on National STEM Day. So on the small scale, We wanted to get teachers excited about, okay, here's one, like one simple activity, one simple takeaway, here's something I can do and actually implement it. Because oftentimes we've found that all it takes is making that first step. My science nerd is going to come out here and say that inertia (laughs) is sometimes hard to overcome, Uh, but it applies in a more metaphorical way as well, Um, and so with that, we really want, like, if teachers do that first activity, they get their toes wet, they see that it's not that intimidating, then they'll have the comfort and ability to keep going, keep pushing boundaries. And for the teachers who, for instance, are already in this podcast or in this (laughs) um, event where they're sharing their stories, they'll get inspired too. But the goal is to get all of those teachers to the point where they can be sharing their successes, where they can be implementing these activities and these things for their students that are those memorable experiences. I know I can think back on my days in school and a few certain projects stand out. You know, those ones that were more hands-on, more interactive, more real life. I'm a kinesthetic learner. So those are the ones that stand out to me. Um, And so making those memorable experiences for the students where the learning is taking place, but it's doing so in a fun, Hands-on, engaging way. To me, it's all it's all about the students and about the teacher's comfort level. So that's the big goal of the event, in my standpoint. Um, and we'll be doing some, you know, marketing promotions as well, where we want to get people who've attended this event to start start sharing their stories with us, so that we can continue sharing with all of the other teachers so that they, we can just sort of build this community of ideas, build this collection of people sharing their successes.
0: And I know that um, Boxlight has a ton of guest speakers, a wide range of topics and interactive sessions that are on the menu for Ready, Set, STEM. Give us a peek, right? What can folks expect? Who are they gonna hear from? And what kind of sessions are they gonna be involved in?
1: So we will actually have two concurrent tracks running simultaneously and for my part it's going to be hard to choose which track I want to attend because they all are such great sessions. So the good news is we'll be recording it. So if you're in the same FOMO boat as I am of wanting to watch it all, we will be posting the recordings out afterwards. But in terms of the types of sessions, I've mentioned we will have a lot of teachers there sharing their stories. So Daniel Thompson teaches at the Ron Clark Academy, and if you're not familiar with the Ron Clark Academy, they believe in doing things differently. They dance on tables. They have a slide in their lobby. It was, I got to go out there a few months ago to record a case study with him where he was talking about how he uses our lab disk to create these really accurate scientific experiences that got his students believing they could be scientists, and so I got a taste of seeing what education looks like there. So he'll be doing a session on how to make science fun and easy and approachable for teachers. And then we have a drone company coming in talking about how they do educational drones and giving ideas for how those can be used in a classroom. We have a virtual reality company coming in and talking about the impact of this immersive learning that virtual reality offers. We have um, another one of our former case studies, Shelly Emsley. Uh, She got in one of her case studies and stories that she shared with us previously, she actually was able to install coral reefs with her fifth graders to help rebuild a coral reef. Um, And so she's coming with a brand new idea this time. And she's gonna be talking about art and textiles with 3D printing and how you can tie historical textiles into a 3D printing art project. So it's art, it's technology, we've got science, we've got math, we've got all these different people telling their story, sharing their expertise. And then to cap it all off, we have a very special keynote. Uh, Scott Hanselman is the VP of developer community at Microsoft and he will actually be doing our keynote session on AI, education superhero or super villain. Um, education is kind of getting thrown around a little bit by artificial intelligence right now and chat GPT and who's writing my students essays and all of that. And so being able to have someone who is such an expert in coding and technology to come in and do our keynote for us is just such a, a big honor on our part. And he's speaking to something that's really important and really timely to a lot of our educators.
0: Wow, that got me excited. I can't wait to see what, uh, you know, the major takeaways are from the session and what educators see as most valuable. You know, I'm sure that obviously every classroom's different. Every educator um, has their own unique uh, challenges and strengths with, uh, with implementing STEM in their classroom. Um, a lot of that's contextual, too, by school district, kind of what resources are available to them, right? So it'll be cool to see how they take these... Um, you know, interactive sessions and the learning lessons and uniquely apply them to their own situations. Uh, Tell us a little bit about that, right? How do you sort of um, hope that educators, regardless of sort of their uh, reality of available resources, strengths, weaknesses around STEM integration, STEM tech integration, um, how do you hope to see that play out in practice, you know, with the kind of diversity that's possible?
1: That's a really good point. So obviously we're focused on some of the technologies that we have. And like I said, the technologies from other companies that they're coming in and being a part of it. And so we're hoping a lot of the attendees might have access to one or more of the technologies that are being discussed in the sessions. Maybe they have some variety of robot, some variety of sensor or 3D printer or drone or VR and take the ideas and use them. But even if you are at a school where you have not been lucky enough to get the high tech ends of these things. I know a lot of these ideas can be still implemented using low-tech tools. So our lab disc is our all-in-one science lab, and it has probes for temperature and light and all these things. But you can use thermometers for a lot of the same activities and lessons that we do with that. You can, instead of 3D printing something, you can make it out of clay. You could build it out of cardboard. And so I think a lot of the ideas that people will be bringing to the table with adaptations would still be doable in any classroom, any environment, regardless of the technology that's available to them.
0: So now let's pivot a little bit. And, uh, you know, I want to paint the larger picture here. Uh, obviously, this is also kind of a, a soft launch of our Unbox Innovation podcast. Um, but, uh, you know, I see the Ready, Set, Stem event and something like what we're doing here actually very intertwined, even if obviously, like, they're very different uh, in that they're leveraging um, virtual media uh, and content opportunities, uh, as well as sort of direct education to help um, evangelize STEM and give some really tangible strategies for again making the best use of STEM in curriculum, in the classroom, uh, as a technology, etc. So I'm curious how this launch or, you know, relaunch of the Unbox Innovation podcast. How do you see that tying into larger STEM efforts at Boxlight, um, you know, as part of the same ecosystem that launched Ready, Set, STEM?
1: I think it all comes down to this mentality at Boxlight that we want to be a resource for teachers. We want to be a place that teachers can come to and know that they're going to be supported. They have ideas that we have ongoing resources available to them that can apply to whatever they're doing. So I'm an expert in the STEM field and we've started this same, starting this uh, back to school session, we started a STEM Wednesdays weekly webinar, 20-minute learning labs, uh, not even so much a regular webinar as 20-minute learning labs that are all about how to use STEM tools in the classroom. And sometimes they're big picture, like what is the engineering mindset? And sometimes they're more specific, like how can I use this product with younger students and make it approachable to them? So it's a whole range, but I think it comes down to that mentality of BoxLight of we want schools to know that they have a partner in their corner. They have an ally. They have someone who's going to be continuing to put out things that are useful and resources that are relevant to them. So another event we just did in October on the 19th was our insight event, which was directed at admin and IT professionals to help not just the classroom teachers, but also the behind the scenes IT and admins know how they can support their teachers, how they can implement things effectively. And that was another big virtual event that we ran and it went really well. So it's all part of that same ethos and mentality, I feel. It's just a big move to be there and show up in a lot of different ways for our uh, educators.
0: And another way that y'all provide some of these resources is also through STEM Wednesdays, um, which I'd love to hear a little bit more about and also connect that with a larger vision here, right? So tell us a little bit about STEM Wednesdays, what is it and how does that fit into Boxlight's vision of being a resource for STEM and for educators who make best use of STEM tech strategies, et cetera.
1: STEM Wednesdays was an initiative we started in August, and it is a 20-minute to 25-minute, sometimes we go a little long, uh, learning lab, but really aiming for these bite-sized tangible tips that teachers who, whether they have our technology or different technology, can still take back and implement in the classroom. So. Some of the ones we've done so far is I did one on unplugged coding. And we had all sorts of users in there who both have our MyBot robot as well as other robots. And we were talking about how you can apply coding, not on a device, not on a computer, and using all these unplugged methods to build that foundation. Another one, Braden, our Robo 3D co-founder, he did one on implementing 3D printing in your classroom and how you can easily integrate this with technology like my STEM kits curriculum. And so he sort of talked about how you can bring it into your math classes, into your science classes. Um, Let's see, Preston just did one on board gaming and how board gaming can create this, really building up those social emotional skills for students Talking about collaboration, about losing with grace, working together, all these things, but also tying in the math and the science and how getting students to build their own board games. And maybe they're using a 3D printer to make the components, uh, but they're learning all these other things and learning how to connect and collaborate. So it's a wide range of topics. We even have the occasional guest speaker come in to those. So uh, just recently, I got to be on the other end of an interview and interview a 15-year-old inventor extraordinaire who shared all about how she got into inventing. And she's made amazing life-saving devices, like a car seat that will call the police with a GPS location if it senses that there's a child in it and the car is too hot for it to be safe. So she was an amazing individual to get to talk to, and we bring individuals like her on to share their stories. So some Wednesdays is a lot of fun. It was designed to be really quick and easy for educators to watch live and participate in the active chat, ask their own questions, or watch later during a lunch break or something because we know teachers' time is so precious. That's why we picked such a a short little piece of only twenty minute, you know, useful information kind of a format.
0: What I love about this is that it's very clear that Boxlight understands that a variety, of resources is key right not everyone learns the same like you mentioned yourself uh some people like to get their hands in the pie a little bit they learn more through interactive sessions like ready set stem some folks are a little more cognitive pontificators like myself who over contextualizes things all the time maybe we want to hear someone riff from the heart on a podcast and talk strategically and actionably about how to implement strategies and then leave room for the educator to try things out, test fail and succeed. Right. And I I like that because I think it's, you know, it's speaking to the heart of education, which is that everyone really does learn differently and it's providing this variety of resources to hammer home that same vision that STEM really is key in the classroom and knowing how to implement it thoughtfully is key. Um, and What I also love about Boxlight's approach here is that it's clear that y'all are bringing in a lot of multidisciplinary perspectives into creating the content, into executing on the content, and in providing these resources for your educators and your STEM communities. Um, Could you give us a little insight into that, right? Since your time at Boxlight, how have you seen different teams at Boxlight collaborate to make these STEM initiatives successful, engaging, varied? Give us your thoughts there behind the scenes.
1: I think Boxlight is a really interesting place because it has a lot of people from various backgrounds that come together all with a willingness to listen to each other and work together. We have a really great team atmosphere here. And one of our strongest attributes in my mind is we have a team, the EOS Education Professional Development Team is made up entirely of former educators every single member of that team, whether it's the education consultants, the trainers, the online content developers, they've all been in a classroom. They've been there, they've seen it, they know what it's like. And so whatever role what they had at education, it comes into Boxlight with this awesome authenticity that we know what teachers are looking for. I know when we started talking about some of these STEM initiatives, a few of our team members who recently came out of the classroom were like, oh my goodness, why didn't I have this when I was teaching? Where was this five years ago? And I'm like, well, we were here. You just didn't know about us. Um, <laughs> and so it's really exciting to hear from our internal team just that they know it's working. And whatever the ideas are, we were really collaborative in coming together with Maybe we should make a podcast. Maybe we should do a virtual event. Maybe we should do regular learning labs. Maybe we should do blogs. I mean, our blogs is a whole nother area I haven't even talked on. But again, it's regular content. You mentioned these multiple modalities of how people learn. And I'm a kinesthetic learner and you're an audio learner. And then we have people who are visual learners and either need pictures or diagrams or can read it and understand. And so I know when we approach curriculum, we try and hit all these different modalities But as a company, it's really exciting to see that we're doing the same thing, but when it comes to teacher resources
0: and educator resources as well. Hannah, this has been super insightful. Thank you so much for your time so far on the podcast. We're just about done here. Uh, So I want to pose up a last question here or two. Um, What message would you like to leave our listeners with regarding the importance of STEM education? Right. Because While this is, you know, a look at some of the content, strategy, resource approach um, that Boxlight is implementing to support our educators, at the heart of it really is a vision for and a commitment to STEM as a key, key part of the classroom um, across all age groups, across all disciplines. So I'm curious, you know, what message would you like to leave our audience with on that note that really speaks to, the importance of stem in education and your personal vision and commitment behind it
1: the biggest message i want to leave is simply that stem or steam or stream or whatever acronym you are using for this whole body of you know type of resource all of the the stem resources and the stem as a as a concept is that it's approachable stem is not something that should be only for the media centers or only for the after school clubs or only for the math teachers STEM is something or STEAM is something that can be approached and implemented by anyone in any discipline, no matter the age of your students. And this is why we're creating events and resources like STEM Wednesdays, like Ready, Set, STEM, so that you can see how you can connect literacy with engineering. We have a whole session on novel engineering. Uh, if how you can connect art in, if you are a social studies teacher, how that can tie back to math and science and all these different areas is that interdisciplinary learning is so key to the development of our students. It is so important to their futures and to empower them with the skills and resources they need to tackle the current challenges that they'll be going into. And so whatever you teach, whatever you do, STEM should be a part of how you approach and how you teach. And even if it's just a little bit, it should come into every learning environment that students are in.
0: And last but not least, Hannah, if folks want to learn more about Ready, Set, STEM, which is right around the corner, where can they get more information about the event? And honestly, just more generally, other box light STEM initiatives.
1: For the Ready, Set, STEM event, your web address to go to will be Mimeostem.com slash ready. So that's M I M I O S T E M dot com slash ready. And then as a general, boxlight.com is our whole overarching website for all boxlight products. And that's B O X L I G H T dot com. And if you add a slash stem at the end, you get specifically to all the stem products.
0: All right, easy enough then. Hannah Olson, thank you so much for your time today. It's really been such a pleasure getting to learn from you, um, you know, hear your approach to helping bring STEM resources to educators and really hear your passion for STEM. It's evident, uh, I'm excited to see what other you know, initiatives, events, uh, resources, and content you help create with the Boxlight team to help empower more educators with STEM tools in their tool belt. So again, folks, we've been chatting with Hannah Olson. She's Mimeo STEM product manager at Boxlight. She's also co-founder of My STEM Kits. And like you heard, she's a STEM extraordinaire. Hannah, thank you so much for your time. It's been such a pleasure. And I can't wait to chat again here in the near future.
1: Thank you, Daniel. Appreciate you having me.
0: And thank you, everyone, for tuning in to today's preview episode of Unbox Innovation, a brand new podcast by box light. Again, this is just a teaser of what's to come. We wanted to let you get a taste for how we see content empowering and being a resource for STEM education for you, the educator, or more generally for you, the business professional who maybe wants to you know, learn and implement these kinds of approaches in your own organization. So make sure that you keep an eye out for the official launch of our podcast coming November 8th. Again, that's November 8th. Unbox Innovation is going to be launched full sale and is going to be uh, hitting the airwaves, ready for you to consume some great STEM resources. That'll be on boxlight.com or your favorite podcast app, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, you name it. I'm your host, Daniel Litwin, the voice of B2B. Thank you so much for joining us on this very first preview episode of Unbox Innovation, a podcast by Boxlight.